It's episode 140 something. 666. It's episode 666. This is the sex number. It's April 20th. Uh, today is April. Is today's 420, I think. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a Hitler party. Jack, Jackie Robinson Day. Uh, Columbine so, Day. Right, we're just an all around. <laughs> but that's 420. That I don't want to sully Jackie Robinson or, or or the dead kids. It's Columbine. Never mind. I'm gonna get out of this right now. That is <laughs> a, a very that is for this podcast though. I'm sorry. That it's it's about tragedy. It's you about what you, up for. you hit subscribe. You you know what you were getting into. It's April 15th. It's not tax day as I thought it was at 5:20 this morning when I was like, oh god, and I had that pre diarrhea feeling that I. <laughs> I had not filed my taxes and then the, I remember the IRS is still keeping track of this they're like oh we're, yeah we'll say that but we can do whatever we want and we do mm-hmm. like to collect so we'll just see what happens in the future when we just try to collect on this so we'll, we'll just we'll see yeah no tax day is May 17th so that's cool uh not today um so yeah, yeah. no uh the Astros I I can think two things are true at the same time Oh, you're uh, a smart person with uh, able to reason. That's interesting. Yeah, I think that this homestand was absolute bullcrap, uh, but it's it's temporary. Oh, it is. I, so, I, I'm going to have to, yeah. unfortunately, bad for entertainment. I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, yeah, this is a classic overreaction. But they are this the they're so good that they when they're playing like this, they are unwatchable. It's the, the most frustrating team. They're getting hits. They're on base every inning. They just can't get the one hit. And it's just like, and then they're getting lit up by the, the worst team in the history of Major League Baseball. They don't hey, even have star. I mean, they're, they're very, very bad. They, so so let, let's, let's, let's kind of explore that a little bit. Because <laughs> it's, it, yeah, no, the, the Tigers are, are bad. But that, that Casey Mize, Johnny Mize, uh, Casey Mize, Ben Mize, whatever, whichever Mize that was. He's the truth. He's, he's, he's been, he's been legit for like a really long time. So getting shut down by a rookie pitcher, that's also not, that's very much an Astros thing is to get shut down by a pitcher you haven't heard of either old in years. Astros, old Astros thing. That's, this is, this is 2016 shit. Right? When we started the pod, this is why yes. this, we haven't done a show like this since then. Our show was negative. We were complaining. We bitched and moaned. We talked about real things. And then yep. we Super Devil showed up and we won a World Series. And it's been mostly sunshine. There's been some dark days. But yeah, so this is what the pod started out as. It's just, so yeah, no, that's true. This is very much like a, a five-year One of us started every week. I, I would go back and listen every once in a while. And they're hilarious. And just like, well, <laughs> we're the worst baseball team. And then like, maybe they're back in it. I don't know. They're going to keep us hanging on this whole year. I know. It's just like, oh, it's hilarious. I remember... He knew the, exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. The, the the phrase that I remember saying, or that one of us would say every single episode was, it's still early, but it's getting later. And like... Ew, yeah. And every time, it's great. And every it's single time. How much of an effect did AJ Hinch have on on Detroit's? Was it... And, and I, I watched a little bit. Like, I mean, like we talked about last time. Like, I'm taking a little bit of a step back. Uh, I'm still I'm still watching, but it's not... I'm not taking notes like during a game, you know, for, for the next morning. Uh, how, how much of that was, was AJ Hinch's, I'm, I'm sure he wanted to beat the Astros. I'm sure he has a soft spot in his heart for him, but, but how, how much of it was like, okay, I, I understand pitching coach, how you want to attack the Astros, but here's what you do. 
how much of that how much of this three game sweep was was the the Astros were were god awful and how much of it was just AJ Hinch knows everything about this team uh I, my, my honest answer is he had some influence he's a good manager with young players but it, it, the actual effect was next to nothing okay um I mean, yeah, that uh, you saw the uh, some Astro tactics with the uh, you know high fastball pitches, uh, throwing that up in the zone that, that the Astros like to do to change the eye level. Um, the, 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 the Tigers had a, a good series. We do have to give them credit. Um, they got hits when they were supposed to. Um, they looked like a baseball team. So uh, yep. and they had some good pitching. They're just gonna be bad the rest of the time. And of course, <laughs> it's the easy month on the schedule so obviously we have to instantly get rid of what we did to start the season yeah uh, at home so uh, and it's also I, I would like to take some responsibility because the, the it started the first the game i went to that was the, of the course. first loss, and they haven't won since so uh so yeah. talk it, uh i'm gonna do the classic reporter question uh talk about that what was your experience like at I, I, park for the first time in two years I didn't care that he was black. You know, it was just, um, <laughs> I, I, oh, what was the, what was the question? What was the, what was the question? I, I, I zoned out for a second. I'm sorry. Repeat the question. Ta- uh, what, what was it like being at Minute Maid with a, I mean, and honestly, like with a half full crowd. I mean, that's, that's not new for, for Astros games. So, but, but what was it? What was it like? What was your first game like? Did you, were you nervous? Were you like, oh, this feels wrong. Like I should not be having a good time in public right now. Like what, what was the, what was your experience? None of that. So you just did a very, very professional move and you just changed the entire energy of the show because that, yep. that was uh, sublime. It was as normal as a place to be as ever. And also opening weekend at the baseball, at the park. Uh, I went with a friend of the show, Dusty Rhodes. And uh, she's great. Oh, amazing. And, uh, and her sister, Missy, and we like, we're in the, like, the Crawford boxes and just, it was normal. There was nothing weird. There was nothing weird at all. They, all the rules that they say, cause they have to, the guy, it, this is not going to make you feel good, but it's just where we're at. The guy, the guy was like, have you, do you feel bad? I'm like, no, he didn't even bother to give me the test. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. I've had, I've had a vaccination. Yeah, go in. You're good. <laughs> up i'm like no i'm just kidding i have i have fever right now i have covid so you <laughs> so that's i mean that's to be expected at you know they're not they're not gonna be screening too hard it's just like i need to just get these people in here were no, you at was, the home opener yeah uh no no the one they lost so the the oh the second the second game what was yeah, the, what the, was the crowd like was the crowd was it a good crowd was it a relief uh, crowd like what, what was it like no, it was not because it was one of those games that it was that it was the last McCullers game and it was just nothing, nothing happened. Nothing yeah. happened at all um, for a while until they hit a home runs and all of a sudden it was just, it was five to one or something or five to nothing. I don't know what, I don't remember what it was, but it was just, it was just, a, it was a boring game, but like just being there, we were just sitting there just drinking a beer, like, just like this rules. <laughs> yeah. This rule. They, they have optional um, social distance seating for, um, you know, for the pussies. Um, <laughs> for the libs. Yeah. So, so but like, but that, I, I do like that the, the opposite of um, the, the dumb people and the, the renegades can also sit together and it looks like a crowd. It doesn't, it didn't feel weird. It didn't feel COVID-y. Um, 
not everybody abided by the mask rule, but most people did. Um, and granted, it was an out, you know an outdoor stadium, so I understand I understand someone's rationale, but I don't respect I don't I do not respect it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the thing that stood out to me was how normal like it instantly went back. I did have a moment to recognize like man, I'm really happy to be here. This rules. Don't take it for granted. But it was like. Oh yeah, the Oakland A's are here, and fucking Jed Lowry's beating us. Yeah, okay, back to back to back to basics. It's normal. Here we are back in, back in the back in the back in the loop. <laughs> back at it. <laughs> it's just like I've I've got a a thing potentially going in the Chronicle tomorrow about how like look like it's it's twelve games and they're six and six. That's and and I did the math and it's like. It's 7.4% of the regular season, yes. which, which 7.4% of, of an NFL season is a little bit under five quarters and like 7.4% of an NBA season is a little over six games. Like do like no, just nothing. And, and, and what, one thing that, that I was thinking of, and maybe I, my thinking was influenced by something I saw, but like, we don't know how long, like dudes have been like not feeling well. And and so the whole like, okay, now Jordan, Bregman, Altuve, they're out with, with COVID uh, or, or, you know, COVID adjacent stuff. Like we don't know who, who is actually sick because of HIPAA rules. And that's, that's understandable. And that's fine. Oh, I feel like that's, we are in the, we're in the red letter world where we should know who has it. And like, they should be shamed and, and, <laughs> and made it and put in their, put in their, in their tower to be to be trapped as a prisoner until they are good to go and come back to let me root for them to help my team win in the put them in the iron cage outside the stadium uh so that everyone can Are look feathered we're gonna yell at them we're gonna say where were you what strip club were you at were you not social distancing at the club what were you, <laughs> up, what were you up to were you at brunch um so a very were, willow a very willow vibe coming uh for that you know it's, I mean, you're right. It's nothing. And that is the correct take. And that's the rational take. Um, it's probably not good for the sake of entertainment, but it's all optics. It's the great swings. If they spread out those, those wins and those losses, it feels completely different. And we would have that, that nonchalant, which is the true attitude. Like these don't matter. You've got to put it in perspective. It's very, but it's very frustrating when they line them up like this and they just have a week or a series and then they'll tear, they'll tear the cover off the ball and do the opposite. So it's there's balance and there's there's organization it's not all chaos but god they they infuriate me i mean i just can't my miles straw i love you to buddy but you just you're not allowed to hit with runners on at this point you came through the other night but once and i was very happy but i'm just you're fast and you're beating out grounders and i i love you but you gotta you're just making me angry the bottom of the lineup maldonado hasn't done a thing not a thing Yes, yeah, so those yeah, that two twenty nine was pretty glaring. It was just he had some big home runs. If he, all he has to do is get like three big hits and drive in ten guys, and like yeah, that's. But that that dead spot in the lineup has crushed because they are always on base. Jordan's always they're always on base and they're always getting left on, and always is in the perspective not much of anything. But it's just the only all I know right now is destroying Oakland and then being a completely different baseball team that I do not recognize. And uh, yeah, and there's been, there's very odd, there's very obvious reasons. Zach Granke takes a while to fire up. He was a little off. Angel Hernandez calls, has a terrible strike zone. Yep. was, was really, was really on one on the Granke game. Like Granke mm-hmm. gets those, you 
son of a bitch. Stop making up your own. I mean, just nothing off the plate. I mean, it was very angry, very angering. And then so the highlight of that game was the Ephus pitch. That was the loudest cheer of the game. <laughs> the literally, literally, an hour. Quite, not even a joke. That was like that was the most exciting thing that happened was an Ephus pitch, <laughs> which is really tight. He just throws one a year just to fucking own a dude. And Doug does it part of the strategy. It's not he just he just like I'm gonna throw a 59 mile an hour pitch right here and it's for a strike just because I can right down the middle and there's nothing they can do about it. And I'm not gonna use it again, even though it would work. Yeah. That's yeah, incredible. No, it would. It's such a weird and it's kind of an odd thing when you really break it down. He just throws one, just uh, like if he if that was a pitch, that would be terrifying. I guess they, it has to be in their head because he is possible, but he doesn't throw it. All you have to all you have to do is throw it once, and and everybody that goes up is like, is this going to be the one where I where I'm somehow I, late on a 51 mile an hour pitch? Like like that and, that, that yeah, and you I'm only have to do it once. Yeah, no, you're 100 right. And the, 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 the announcer is talking about how like the fastest fastball in the world is nothing as terrifying and freezing as a pitch that's as slow as dad pitch. Like they don't, they can't, <laughs> they're so good. They can't comprehend a ball traveling that slow. You know, they can't, that's why, that's why Henry Rowan Garner got him with the floater. Yep. Cause that the big, the big mean racist guy couldn't, uh, the bully couldn't <laughs> hit, hit his home, <laughs> the floater. So yeah, but that just, that's just interesting. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's, it's mental terrorism. And I got, I respect that. I respect the hell out of that for sure. And he is, one for he is uh, and this is beating a dead horse a really dead horse it's been dead for many years a de really dead horse but he is not a good umpire no objectively like he's not good for anybody other teams he's inconsistent is always in injecting himself into the game he's a crew chief and that actually has effect on games and i'm really sick of seeing it yeah and he's named after a beautiful thing of the Lord. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> I think get row in Los Angeles is actually what he's named it. <laughs> the thing that it the, there's there's something to like everyone. Like I mean, there's there's thirty teams. There are thirty fan bases with you know thirty inside jokes. You know that or you know Probably, more yeah, thirty. Few, there's got to be a few defunct fan bases that really aren't functioning. Yeah, that, that, that's probably true. But, I mean, to be universally hated, like, no matter where you go, like, if you see Angel Hernandez is going to be the home plate umpire, you're, like, it doesn't matter if you're a Yankees yeah. fan, Red Sox fan, Mariners fan, Astros fan, like, Reds, Cardinals, like, everyone's like, oh, God, all right. Everybody, you only know two umpires, and they're the ones that are terrible. That, and I, the whole point is, and I've got a buddy that, that we were talking about this the other day, like, like he's a, he's a high school umpire and he, he's like, no, nobody wants to be the center of attention. Like no umpire oh. wants, wants everyone to like, look at them. Like you just want to, and I was like, why are you even an umpire? He's like, I just like the game and I, it's a way to. I like rules and I like, <laughs> but I'm still a star. I'm still the star of the play. See you, if you, if you are an umpire, you are a Pharisee. Like that is, that is, ab you are yeah, a, you're, you're a pitch. You're, you're yeah. a homo. You're, I mean, just like, uh, and you're, yeah, you're the worst. That's just, there's nothing worse. I don't want to play, but I'll sit here and affect the game with manipulation and inconsistency. And I just want to judge. Like, and who, and just save, like, the, save oh. the judging for Instagram. Like, just be a, be like judgy on Instagram. Like, don't go to a, a place where there's millions of dollars at stake and be judgy and be judgy there like don't do it yeah they're arrogant like 
Yeah, you're not going to replace us with robots. We're needed. We we're part of the we're part of the game. We're part we're part of the game. We, we no, yeah, just you should just call what it is, you goddamn idiots. Like I, I would love to know, and it's it's human nature, so it, it's absolutely happens. But like a guy who's a dick to him, I I just don't like this guy. I don't like the way he looks. I, I'm secretly a racist. I'm not calling <laughs> this this just one pitch in one instance. I don't yep. feel like giving him that pitch. He gave me a look. And that affects the game. That alone is already, I guess that's part of the game is cheating. We, we should, we should, as Astro fans, we should just understand that it's unfair. It's bullshit. And like everything, it's just part of the game. That's what we love about it. That it's terrible in all, all aspects. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. We're, I mean, Astros, the Astros, Astros fans and the Astros as an organization have, have, didn't have, have disavowed cheating. Like that, that's one thing we're known for. Yeah. We're the only fucking actual honest people in the in the entire league that's true yeah, that's absolutely true and were we forced into it 100 percent. but you know what and <laughs> I, I think about them actually agreeing and talking when they really didn't have to you know like they like uh, of course they were protected and like that was the whole idea of it but they could have just been like fuck you and we didn't do it they're not gonna they don't have they're not gonna they're not gonna get you you have to say something. They don't have anything on you. That's why they're asking the questions. They could have just not said a word and just Mike, we have Mike Fires is a dumb fucking bitch. He's a dumb lying bitch. He's an idiot. Yeah, if what do you we, If we are oh, ever God. able, and maybe now in the next couple of weeks, the time to do it and get Bregman on, I want to ask him, like, do you do you wish you would have come at that differently than the way that you did? Where you, oh, you try to come, like, I just, I just want to, like, and uh, there's so many, so many good questions that we can, that now with the benefit of hindsight, like we couldn't have done it this time last year uh, or even like, you know, 13, 14 months ago. But yeah. but now that you've, you know, a year has gone by, like, what do you what do you regret? What do you feel like? No, that like what what felt good thing that I think it was it was completely mishandled from top to bottom. Whether that's the whether that's the uh, the ethic, ethically thing that the, the whatever the right word I'm supposed to use right there ethical is the proper word whether that's, that's yeah. honest and yeah and integrity and all that stuff and part of the game and all that stuff that but they just all they, they didn't have to say anything they did not so i i want to know what uh, the leverage was because they were forced into that position they weren't trying to help the game there was either a deal made and well the deal was you guys aren't getting suspended and but they were tricked because he was like hey, hey, hey you are getting suspended by everybody else and you'll never be respected again and people won't know why they hate you and they really shouldn't ha, ha, unless ha, you change unless you change uniforms if you change uniforms then everything's forgiven you're good yeah yeah the ace had more, more 2017 astros it was yep. hilarious but those, yep. those but the, that's a that's a very very dumb fan base i'd say just a very criminal <laughs> a criminally centric fan base and just very uh yeah very drifter like and you can't trust them so they don't they don't know up from down they're just there to do, yell do you know football. i i know one maybe two legit a's fans do you know they're any cool. they're cool yeah they're they're actually cool yeah they're really cool uh, one, but I, I yeah i don't know but i overall oakland i can't put them all if you put them all together there's something's got a too short starts playing mac dre and they're <laughs> Yeah, just things get real and very E40 starts just talking in weird cadence and everything. Okay, it's Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I can't trust anything there. But yeah, yeah I mean, they botched that entire thing. I, I the, it was the a botch. Whole, yeah. 
the right, the right, doing the right thing is no longer like in my, in my vernacular after, after what happened and how, after it's really not because it, it, it does, it did nothing. Like there's no, there's, there's no rational thinking people. There's no logic. There's like nothing you could, like, there's nothing they could have done. So like, there, don't fucking don't give up anything that that's gonna that's gonna hurt you in any way. Sorry, just it, because it's it's just it doesn't work out anymore. Like yeah. they were sacrificed, and it just and like that's probably a terrible attitude to have. But I'm a terrible person at, at heart. I am the terrible person. <laughs> so that, that is what it is. Yeah, lie, cheat, steal. Just don't like try not to hurt anybody, but steal from people that you can. You know, just try to be try to be good about being bad. That's my message here today. I and mean, that's. that's- what, so my, all my Grinches, you got to drink up because we're out here. We're out here stealing. You know, we're here to steal Christmas. We're here to steal Christmas back from the Christians. <laughs> Yo, you I, got it back. We're, we're saying happy holidays now, buddy. We're back. We're back. We're back. Steal your Christmas. So uh, get get ready. We're the we're the Grinches. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't. That really, that whole thing really soured me. Just how. What, and, and then also you couple that with the pandemic and just the, the culture in general and all of that kind of bleeding together and just kind of seeing the whole narrative, even though we are in the middle of it and have bias. It's just like it's watching it and just seeing like knowing facts and knowing how stuff works and just seeing people just fire off stuff. It was it's pretty it, pre, it pretty applies across the board on any a- aspect of like politics. It, it's just the exact same thing. Read a headline. Oh, they're cheaters. Oh, the Astros. Who's on it? Oh, Altuve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's ter- He's the worst one. Altuve. Yeah. The worst one. Yeah. He's, 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 he's MS 16 or MS 13, whatever. He's one of the <laughs> Trump about him sneaking across the border in a caravan. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we hate him. Yeah. We're going to boo him the most. So it's just, it's just to see that it's, it's just angering. So it makes me indifferent and that's a terrible thing to be, but th- here we are. So shout out to this show. I love it. I'm going to, I'm going to think about the, the be good about being bad. I'm going to think about that for the rest of the night. That's a, like, that is like a real approach that I have in my head where I rationalize. Cause I'm like, God knows I'm like inherently good, but I'm like just bad enough to where I really legitimately don't want to hurt or inconvenience anybody, but I am playing for a team me. So like, so like there's, there's a, there's a fine balance where I am not actively trying to, to hurt anybody, but if I don't know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very, t- it's a very tough thing to be. Cause like, are you going to not take your advantage in a situation that's, I don't know. I, I, I'm being vague here. So I don't know what I'm even just like cutting off in traffic, just little stuff like they're like, well, I'm going to take, I'm going to turn right here. I'm just going to do, I'm doing me. Cause I, I'm living this and I don't. I mean, well, it's, it's a, I need to turn here. It's a, it's, I mean, it's, it, it extends to absolutely every part of, of humanity and society in 2021. Like, look, I, I know that, that me, like, I know this lane is about to end uh, and I need, I need to get over, but I'm still going to go as until like the orange construction cones force me to, to veer right a little bit. I, I actually get, I get in line if, if I can. There's times when you miss it and you're like, I really was not trying to do this. I'm not in a two door Lexus speeding listening to the <laughs> wearing 700 dollars sunglasses like i'm not doing that like i'm not going i'm not on the way to krav maga like i i do think i don't <laughs> that, that does anger me but i want to let the person in i'm not gonna i'm not a, i i am actually now that i think about it i am actually pretty good yeah you know if you if you merge and and we i'm the same way i i will i will get over as soon as i see the lane is and yeah. i'm gonna deal with the problem coming up it's like oh there's a line this is this is order so anybody who ignores that and just does it on purpose because they can like that's that's the kind of thing i'm talking about like that's not 
that's making a choice to be bad. I will, I will also put a car length between me and the person in front of me, because if yep. we can all, if we all go slowly and merge, then it's quicker than, than waiting yep. on, on the last minute mergers. Yeah. Yeah. Just let them in idiot. Like, just like, you're not, it's just, you're not at war with them. It's we're just driving. We are not in a race. Not, we're not in a race guys. We're, we're, we're not. Cause when you're driving, you are against everybody and, and you're their enemy. Somehow. I don't know why automatically you're just like, even if somebody passes you, you're just like, you're like, I don't really like that. I'm gonna speed up a little bit or there, or you just slow down cause somebody's on your tail just to, just because you don't like that they're in the pet, they're trying to drive fast. It's, it's very, it's very telling on it. You can just, if you aliens need to want to study human beings, just yeah, get, go in rush hour and just see, it's chaos. Nobody cares about anything. It's just, yeah, it's pure. It's just pure chaos. So this, this past weekend, <clears throat> we had to go to Oklahoma for a funeral. Uh, and it was, I, I'd been to Dallas because of soccer, like South Dallas because of soccer games, but it, I was never driving. I was on a bus. Like I was reading a book, like the right. whole way there and the whole way back. But this was the, this was the first time in over a year that I've, that I've driven through what would be considered a big city. Oh yeah. That's and it was, it was absolutely terrible. Like I was, I was, it was just, just awful. And so we have, we have the text tag or toll tag or whatever it's called. Uh, and so there, I I knew cause we're going to Oklahoma, we got a skirt Fort Worth, like we'll get in the express lane and the express lane, of course, because it's, it's the Texas department of transportation. Like it, it had construction. Like we were so like, I I paid $7 to, to go 20. Yeah, it better be under construction and it better be perfect no potholes that's the only lane that matters yeah no but but you no know where we they're going like going express lane no yeah this is the only lane that matters we're paying for this like good road <laughs> the express lane had construction and on the way back like the express lane was totally shut down like you couldn't get on it and i'm like what yeah, doesn't ex- yeah it's, a, it's a sham it was it was absolutely it was terrible i hated it and, and that's what that I was like that. Okay. That's, that's what's changed. Like, that's what's changed about me. Like I get, I am extremely anxious about being around large groups of people. Like it's going to be a while before I go to a baseball game. That's um, I, I would invite you to, um, to get over that. And uh, for the baseball game, like it's really, like it really, I think it would, if you just made yourself do it, you would be like, I'm definitely overacting. Now traffic is extremely, extremely overwhelming for there's times where you could do it every day. And it's just like, it's it's too much so like to not experience it and then be thrown into it it, it is the gauntlet so you, that, well, you that's, and that's I've, the, not because you're not you're not used to it or you're not able to deal with it it's because it is terrible it is overwhelming terrifying and you're like ah and you're also not used to it that makes it even worse well and and like for i mean traffic's traffic's a big deal for me because like for the last five and a half years almost six years like i've walked to work like i do not drive to work like i'm i live a quarter of a mile away Son, it's been the last 12. Oh, yeah. No, no. Well, in Nashville, you had you were on a hoverboard one year for only a hoverboard. You just rolled on that one year. That yeah. was pretty Abilene, cool. You walk to work. Abilene, Cooperstown, and here. So walk to work. Incredible. Yes. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's like a, you could like write a book just about that. Yeah. Well, I just, I walked everywhere in every city and job I ever had. <laughs> Nashville, Never I, I could have walked. It would have, it would have taken a while but I, I, I could have walked. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I've only been like just soul crushing traffic both yeah, well, ways. Yeah. 
where I, like I live in the worst part, work in the worst part of town to deal with. It's where it's like an hour and a half both both ways, where it just extends. <laughs> but I'm just, like, I do, I, I will, I can, I can murder somebody. I do, I do understand people that, that flip out and murder their 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 husbands or wives in in a in a flash because they just like or that guy that that killed that couple that was there's talking trash to him in the snow. He's like, like, what are you gonna do, pussy? And he's like, well, you shouldn't have said that. And he just murders them. And it's it really is a life. It really is a life lesson. Like, like you shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't open your mouth. He said you shouldn't open your mouth. And just like went went back and got an AK. It was a terrible video. Shouldn't have watched it. Um, it does haunt my dreams. But like they were talking mad shit, and he was like, yeah, you 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 said it to the wrong one, and that is a lesson. If you open your mouth, there can be consequences, and I think that is an important lesson. Like people shouldn't be murdered and they didn't but they there if you watch that video there is a chance you're like hearing what they're saying you're like i mean murder is not good but like yeah you should yeah and he was talking trash like doing movie lines and stuff you shouldn't open your mouth like <laughs> he was ready for that and they and like, he'd been training for that day yeah no i mean but, and, and, you know so i don't know that's fun thing to bring up on murder a murder video up on uh, on the show but no. just ask for a baseball show that we're talking about all the fun baseball things that which is life and uh how terrible everything is so that's pretty good morality yeah no the the whole like you're, you're exactly right the mike tyson like everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth like we have for as a society have forgotten what it's like to have consequences for your actions and because we can hide behind our our twitter you know handle or facebook or whatever and you can put a a picture of like you know George Washington like riding an eagle. A picture of a fan and just terrorize a bunch of people uh, <laughs> for, for no reason. You're actually a nice person and, and good, but you're but you're the evil in you is so plentiful that you just go on and all you do is just enrage anybody you can. <laughs> just, just amusement, which I do respect. Sometimes they'll be troll me and I'll know he's doing it, and I still take the bait. And I'm like, all right, I know what you're. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Fan is the absolute you're, best. You're, you're saying you're saying triggering words, and I'm we're talking about Forrest Gump, and I hate him. And uh, <laughs> so I'm going to make my argument, even though I know that you were trying to get me to say these things. But so yeah, so like that, so it's just that's what you're dealing with. A, a, an arbitrary, uh, you're a cartoon raccoon that uh, you know that <laughs> loves QAnon, and yeah, it's just <laughs> and just searches for stuff to respond to. Just it's it's just terrible it's 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 not great and it is actually it's a, absolutely a microcosm for society even though it's only like 3.3 percent of america's population on twitter it's just the same fucking stupid people including us just yep. saying shit it's not even it's not even like a lot of the people now that's, that's how trump got elected it could never happen yeah there's a bunch of people that just don't they just live in a different world they yeah. just live in a different a different world like twitter remember? twitter they're like no we're not we're going to J jesse's garage we we got we got we're fixing up a thunderbird like we're not i, I don't twitter no so yeah so i don't know remember remember it, and it wasn't that long ago that when someone was like no i'm not on social media when, when you thought like what are you some kind of freak and then and then it I'm turned like over the, the last i don't have cable now now it's normal but back then it's like i just don't have tv at all you're, you're one of those aren't you uh, we have we we have we have a Roku and I mean, Amazon Prime. Years back where they're just like, oh, I just read. I'm like, oh, you just read, <laughs> creep. And like, it's probably the correct. That's that is the correct way to live. And they probably have peace. 
because if you just get off the internet and uh, off your phone for and TV and stuff for just a couple of days, you're just like, oh, I feel okay. Like I, I feel everything, great. That, that, everything is fine. That this is all outside forces. That energy that I'm soaking up. That I don't. I do not need this. So I'm not on. Twitter used to be really, it was just like the fun people from all fields, like writing jokes. Like it was just people writing jokes, talking baseball. Like it was, it was fun. Like it, in 2012 or 20, 2009 or whenever it went, it was, it was a, a different place. And now it is it, just not great. That not, was, that, that, that's what I was going to say. Like back, it wasn't that long ago that if you were like, no, I don't have any social media. You're like, what are you, some kind of freak? And now if someone's like, I'm not on Facebook or Twitter, it'd be like, you are wise beyond your years. Like that's, that's the smartest place. Your business and you're stupid because you don't, you're actually, you're actually, you, it's so important now that like you not having it is detrimental to your business and you're, <laughs> your, yes. and, and, which is great. It's just great. Yes. Yeah, so all these businesses are fucking studying Wendy's talking trash to McDonald's tweeting and memes they got. So yeah, I'm going to, there's going to be, there's going to be meme specialists at, at work so they can be, their content can be fun and, um, and constantly. Yeah. That's, that's kind of fun, I guess. That's kind of chaotic to have like a meme specialist, somebody that's just <laughs> being funny on the internet just to keep your corporate money relevant on both sides of stuff. Like that's kind of funny. You know? Okay, so so one thing I, I do want to do is is because I'm I'm still going through the Rolling Stone. I want I want to talk to you about pop culture. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm at like I'm on uh, album like 280 something. That's I started I started with 500. I'm working my way to one, and uh, hey. I, I've come across I've come across some things that that I want I want your opinion on. Can't wait. Um, so the the first <laughs> the first thing that i want your opinion on is ted lasso and i know that's not related to rolling stone but we started watching ted lasso like a few. i told ago. you to watch it and i said it will change your entire outlook on life and humanity it's the single most one of the most positive experiences that made me feel good and cry it, it was absolutely for when that show came on you watched it a little late in the middle of all that stuff it brought me actual joy like it cured depression Sweet. a little bit it, yeah one of the incredible <laughs> he really like is like the best guy ever and makes you it makes you feel good i, I can't it's, it's legitimately funny and a good show like i can't i, I can't say enough about it it's it was a better it, it's the best show by far of, of 2020 I, I, I think we're about to start episode five and oh, and i'm, I'm oh, man, very I'm excited excited i'm excited for you because it just it, it gets better it just gets better and it doesn't we not ever change i, I can't yeah it, <laughs> watching experiences like i just yeah it was it, great i can't okay. say enough about it next thing related to rolling stone i gotta be quiet because my my kid's gone to bed now um or quieter so the the next thing of uh, the most surprising aspect of this rolling stone top 500 thing is my apparent love and obsession with lana del rey lana del rey is incredible but freaking that that uh, and and I've, I've got to be careful. The the Norman Rockwell album, wink wink, nudge nudge. Uh, and I really do wish you would explain that, but that's okay. I'll look I'll look it up later. It's it the her she, her the the album is called Norman Effing Rockwell. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. So that that is a delight from start to finish. I love that album. It's one of my favorite discoveries. And, and if if I take nothing away, nothing else away from from this journey through the 500 best albums that 
a bunch of dudes that probably look like me uh, put together. Like that, now, that, book, that album is an absolute get, classic. To get everybody involved, there's no way. They had it. It's it's got to be it's got to be a woke, a woke list. So I'm it sure I'm sure there's some wonky some wonky choices on there just because of that. Um, you know what? I was talking with somebody yesterday or the other day that one of my most favorite things in the world is just when you fall when you just happen to come across something musically that's like that changes your life forever and you're just like oh, I it's just the best you're like holy shit this is greatness I now get to go for what if, it's just like it immediately feels like yeah this should have I don't know why this isn't in my life but this will be it's instantaneous yep. one of the best feelings I don't it's it's just something about it's something music specific where it's just like oh yeah like this I'm gonna go listen to their entire catalog and I just found out about them yeah this is incredible yeah <laughs> I no, everything immediately this is great it's it, that that was an absolute I mean it's not a it's not a a sunny album by any means, but it's, but it's so, so freaking good. Now. So one of my favorite things is, is like going back as I, as I listen to these albums uh, to look at like the production side and see who is involved. And so, so the, the Lana, that Lana Del Rey album was produced by Jack Antonoff. Okay. Who, who is in fun. Yeah. And, and it was the, I don't know. I don't know what he, I'm sure he does it he plays a million instruments but but he does fun, the lead Incredible. singer the lead singer of fun is nate roos i don't know how you pronounce his last name but nate roos was the lead singer of a band called the format who had a who had an album called dog problems that is one right, of nate, my nate. yeah it's one of my favorite albums of all time and and so when like i i had a, my cousin was like have you heard this like before like everyone latched on to fun he sent me like the uh, Eric, weird. Is that a thing that happened? I'm, I'm yeah, not yeah, no, yeah. We everyone latched on the phone. Oh, right, okay. uh, that we are young song. And he was like, "Have you heard this? This is a really good song." I was like, "Dude, that's the lead singer of the format." And he was like, "Oh my god, you're right." So everyone needs to stop, like, pause this, go listen to "Dog Problems" by the Format because that's a great album. Million dog problems, but a cat ain't one. That's a Jay Z joke. <laughs> right, um, next thing, uh. <laughs> 50 cents get Richard I trying holds one up. of my favorite records one of my yeah one of my favorite hip-hop records ever it's so angry and murderous that sometimes I'm like I want to listen to murder rap right now and yeah. it's a real thing that I'm like in a mood for like I want to hear I'm gonna listen to 50 talk about um shooting up somebody's mom's house because to make them come out first because he, he's just so flagrant that he just gonna <laughs> shoot <laughs> best lyrics ever it's hilarious 50 cent is an amazing villain and a great just a great character for the whole thing and but an extremely talented rapper and his first two albums he, he was fire it was good the, this morning i was like getting my my kids lunch ready for school and i was like i don't know what you heard about me and Those things, cadences were just like yeah man I'm a, mm, 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 mm. yeah they'll get <laughs> even the so bad on the like yeah though 50 cent and and the the, the last and maybe i mean we can go i can go all day on this but uh, absolutely detest hate with all of my with every fiber of my soul the red hot chili peppers Freaking yeah i hate them. I, hate, I hate them too I, anthony keys needs to put on a fucking shirt number one put mm -hmm. on a fucking shirt buddy stop are you living under a bridge you are and you've been to rehab multiple times my bad i'm sorry i apologize for that <laughs> uh, yeah my if body I was, was thin i wouldn't wear a shirt either though he's like yeah we're not supposed to say anything but yeah i'm here with anthony keys it's like the first thing he said 
He's like, yeah, he's terrible. He never wears a shirt and just walks around. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I told you that. If you said that Andy Keys was there, yeah, he's probably not wearing a shirt and just moping around. Uh, I hate his voice. And uh, ironically, un- under the bridge or whatever, that that song it was good at, at first, and th- that's about it. But fucking Californication and Roller Coaster, the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack, get the fuck out of. Go back to the Warp Tour and leave me alone. You aren't legends. You're you're not. Oh, flee. Get the get out of here, dirty people. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Great takes. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers are not very red hot. They're cold. Got no, and, but I but and but with that, if 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 I'm if I'm doing something and and that Danny California song comes on, like that that's a good song. That is actually yeah, that's that might be their actual only good song. That's it, their it, only good song. Yes, it really is. I, I do I do have a thing for uh under the in this yeah I do like under the bridge. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like it anymore, but there's something about that. Uh, I don't like it. You don't like it. No. City I live in, city of angels, rolling as high. That's pretty good. I mean, melodically, it's much better than all their other shit. Yeah, that's true. No, that that, that, that that's valid. That shit was, yeah, they're terrible. They're, yeah, I looped them in with all those, my hated heroin 311 bands and fucking Incubus and all, all these guys. It's just like, what are y'all, who listens to, who listens to this? People that work at PacSun and sell pot and they're boys. <laughs> Mustang with no spoiler, driving around there. Mustang with no spoiler. Yeah, it's just like no. Okay, yeah, you're going to the the beach party to listen to Three Eleven, and it's like okay. And what two Sublime cover bands for yep. a band would not have made an <laughs> album? Would not. So have the good album. The, the last the last live concert and and Kami and I, you know, we don't live in a place where live shows that we want to see come to town. Um, Get Pat but, Green. Their Pagreens playing like next month. I I swear. Um, the uh, <laughs> the last live concert we went to was Incubus at the Ryman in Nashville, and drives a, drives a good song. They they have a couple of good songs, but like I, Kami is a huge. She I mean since college like like Incubus is her like throwback band, and and so we yeah, we went. Demon. Amy, it's a sex demon. We can't respect this. We can't. Brandon Boyd, Brandon Boyd didn't either. And we're sick of, sick of these guys just not wearing shirts. So they, but they played like a new song, and oh, and it and it, it it sound it sounded like it's it's new, but it sounds like it would be on like a Miami Vice like like soundtrack. And I was like, okay. And I'm, the first right now, just by hearing that, I'm already intrigued. I'm like, I don't know what this is. That's interesting pivot. I'm, I respect it. I, I'm already in. Just I'll, just, I'll send it to you. I, I, I can't remember the name of the song. I'll, I'll, I'll think of it. When you're, course, when you're uh, talking, I'll look up the name of the song. You see, you're, you're like, a new song? Like, what are we here for? Play the hits you that you don't have, you idiots. They, they did. They did Drive. They did They did all the songs they I recognized. They and then, and then And then they they started into this, and it, it's extremely guitar heavy. And, and I was like, and for the first time, like Drive came on and like, you know, 10,000 10, people in the Ryman who I, however many people it holds, like they went nuts. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I know it. I know this song. But they played this this new song and I was like, okay, was like, hold the, you're a music I like, okay, I'm not here for the the hit that I hear when I'm in CBS. Like I, yes. what is, is this interesting thing that obviously as artists they have to do because they're like, well, we're, we make, we have money, we're taken care of. This is what we do. We might as well just do the thing we love and, and just try to be artists. So I, 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 I love hearing that. I'm still going to make every turn, but I'm glad that like they've got some zest left. That they're they not played, just- 
what county fair they're going to next. On the- <laughs> they started this song and, and like a bunch of people like went to go get another beer. And I was like, I'm going to look like, it up. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to send it to you. But, but I was like, this is, this is legit. And, and Kami was like, you're the only person in here who's like super jazzed up right now. And I'm like, this is freaking good. Like, I don't, yeah, this is already- like 1989 white blazer music like this is amazing which i love i'm i used to not i used to not like 80s for some reason i I don't know and now i'm like oh the 80s had it together they had like electronica with blues guitar solos and like they had like such such tight music that you just their pop music like oh my phone's dying that's not good uh just like (laughs) you lewis a blues band and they were pop music and like it just the 80s ruled and i just had it all wrong I'm I'm sending it to you right now. I I, I think this is a oh here it goes. It's called Into the Summer. I'm sending I hate it to you. Title. I, hope, I hope I hate it, but I do respect. I just I, I like the just hearing that. I'm like oh they're trying something. They're that's because that's a that's a pivot. That's cool. That's, it's I a love pivot. when you're like oh they're doing they can do this. Like the first yeah. time you hear Miley Cyrus like oh like oh she fucking okay she's does, does she sings for a living? She plays she does likes music. She's an artist. I, I've always respected Miley Cyrus, but like just seeing some of those like tiny desk concerts, I'm like, oh, you're good. <laughs> you're good. I, I apparently need to check out this Miley Cyrus tiny desk concert. You, oh God. She's like, so just see the rock pivot. Her zombie cover was incredible. Like she's doing like, she's fucking good. That her tiny last tiny desk concert. It's pretty incredible. Like you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. She's found her, she's found her lane and she could always sing, but like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think my favorite part of this episode was absolute banger and party in the USA. If you don't, if you don't feel good and party in the USA comes on, f- fuck you, honestly. No, that's a, that's a great song. That's absolutely. I mean, that's a, like, if you don't, if you can't groove to that, wherever you're at, even if you are inherently mad at it, like if you can't get into that when it's on, like I can't, I can't fuck with you. There's songs like that, like Taylor Swift songs. I'm just like, yeah, you, you can make fun of it, but when this is on, you are enjoying it. <laughs> Blank space. Good, and you hate the idea of it but it is good and you just you just embrace it lean into it i've had i've had taylor swift's blank space stuck in my head for at least five years oh dude, dude she's so uh, the fact that she gets any hate she's an absolute brilliant just a brilliant musician and, and writer and like that, that documentary on netflix and she's just coming up with melodies and writing just like oh yeah you you might be a little weird but you are incredible you write all these songs that are fucking mega hits and you're good like that's i mean the fact that she's a punchline ever is hilarious to me like oh no she's actually the only one that's good <laughs> Okay, put together put together a, a, a pop culture puzzle piece for me. There is a Capital One commercial where <laughs> the, the, it it talks. I don't even know how it starts, but but it it goes to Taylor Swift, and and she says, "Oh, I know what I'll wear a cardigan," and it's all it's like a closet full of the exact same cardigan, and and we don't have any <laughs> idea what that's in reference to. That would I don't know either. That reminds me of there was a. Um a weird AT&T commercial where it had like that, whatever the, the girl that's in the store and there's like a guy on the phone with a stranger or something. I, I can't even explain it properly to, to, to do it justice, <laughs> but like it made, it's, it made no sense. They're like, Oh, I thought I was talking to my dad, but it's not. I told him about the plan. And then she goes and she goes, it used to be about word of mouth. And it's like, this is literally a commercial. I was like, this makes, what is, is this? A, am I on a heroin fever dream? Like, what is this? 
Look up this commercial. I'm telling you, it makes no sense. Like, it's none of it is is an actual possible thing that can happen with phones getting crossed <laughs> up. It's a phone commercial. How is what? How that mistake happen? How the lines get crossed up, and then he's tell, selling your stuff. It's creepy. And then she just like word of mouth. That's how they used to sell things. It's like okay, AT and T, keep 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 up your your integrity and your uh, your morals, AT and T. Jesus, my Lord and Savior. Sorry. My, Mr. Astro, my... crushing it. We love him. We love Miles Straw. We were sorry for being mean earlier. I didn't mean that. You are very fast, and I do, I do enjoy you legging out a weekly hit ground. <laughs> but I do enjoy it. It's nice. It's nice. You, then you steal second, and you're like, oh, okay. I'm not mad that you forced out. Now you made up for the double play you almost hit into. So now you made up. He, he like gets back his mistake. I actually respect him now that I've talked through it. All right, Houston Astros. Uh, this was a fun. See, this is a fun podcast. I'm telling you, we just need to just talk about stuff we like and and not. And not I love it. That. This this was a lot of fun. There are zero rules with the Lima Time Time podcast. Thank you for listening. Write us. Uh, don't write us. Don't write us. Uh, should I, Jason Castro? I I I, I said whatever. I, I'm fine. still pretty pretty ambivalent. If that's even the right word, probably not. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Uh, <laughs> enjoy the rest of your night. Shout out to traffic and shout out to uh, sexy and incubus. Goodbye, Leonard L. Ray. Oh, Lana Del Rey, yeah. We, we love her. We're sponsored by her. All right. Let me... <laughs> is it recording? I hope it's this. Is, this is going to still be on the recording. It is? Great. Uh, don't say any slurs.